0: Sometimes i like to come down to the park in the off-season, you know, and uh, get some reps in. I like to do a little training. I like take my shot, work on my wrist shot, work on my slap shot, uh, you know, work on my checking. Basic hockey, eh? You know, and it's not too cold and uh, there's not a lot of many people around. I like to wear my helmet in case there's any baseballs or, uh, you know errant objects that might hit me while I'm in the arena, but you know, it's uh, for the most part, it's pretty peaceful. Sometimes I I bring my book with and I kind of read in between periods. Turf looks pretty good inside the boards. Pain isn't out yet, but I can make do without it. Oh, perfect weather out, eh? Might be a storm coming in here. I'd like to get, you know, a little practice in while I can before it starts getting wet. Good time, eh? Hey, bud. Oh, hey. eh? What's going on, guy? How's it going? You look kind of (sighs) sweaty. Just get out of yoga class or something. Just got done with a little hockey practice. Get the rollerblades out, uh, go down to the park, uh, pass puck around, work them checking, stuff like that. Well, it looks like you could use a drink. Oh yeah, my mickey's dry, eh? A Monday warrior, mean, dry.
1: Sawyer,
2: mean stride. Today's so you mean, mean.
3: Listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast. Coming out of Denver, Colorado, and St. Paul, Minnesota, and broadcasting around the world. And that includes Canada, eh? Keep your stick on the ice, bitches.
2: What do you say?
4: Welcome to Cobras and Fire. I'm your host, Luce Cannon, and I'm joined with the
3: Strained
4: Baco. How are you, sir?
3: I am well. How, is, how are things out there in uh, Denver? Did you guys get a uh, shit ton of snow like we did uh, a couple days ago?
4: It got balls cold, and then this morning, I, I uh, when I finally woke up, I saw that there was snow all over the ground. So, th- that's a surprise. This is our first, uh, well, it's actually our second snow of the year.
3: Okay. You know, it comes and goes up there in the Mile High City. Uh, It really does. The Windy City, I'm sorry. Uh, Denver, Colorado, Uh, the Windy City. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that. Uh, Well, and I also saw you got your house decorations up. Uh, You're all ready uh, for Halloween. That looks nice. Well done. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Maybe that's why I I may have stayed up too late last night during that. What say you? you? You're making me look bad. Amy's like, look at this shit. What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, get out there. You do something more. Than it's you. all about the angles. It's the same shit I've had last year, just different
4: lighting and angles.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Seriously, it is. But anyway.
3: Well, um, uh, we, we have a special guest joining us today, uh, something a little, little different out of the blue. Um, uh, yep. I guess so let's just bring him in right now. Bud Berge. Uh, Bud uh, Bud and I go way back. Uh, I've known him. Basically, he's one of, the, one of the earlier people I became friends with in the Twin Cities. So about 25 years I've known him. Um, a little history. He shot the first two Jesus Chrysler videos. Um, nice. Shot and edited. Um, so that's why they, they look fucking sweet. But, yeah, he's got a product on here. He's he's doing a, um, a, a, a little web series. That uh, That's proper term? Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit as we get into it. But uh, Bud, LC, LC Bud. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having me. Good morning me.
4: to you. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks for making the pilgrimage and the uh, the early. I hope you had plenty of extra coffee.
3: Plenty. Uh,
4: yes. Yes.
3: Uh, and he's com- got his little uh, the, uh, snifter here too. The little uh- coffee
0: with fireball additive. That's the Canadian blend.
4: Yeah. Oh, so so we are actually drinking this morning.
3: <laughs> Bud is. I uh, I have to drive Amy to work in a couple hours. I got to take oh, a- okay.
4: <laughs> That's good. Well,
3: I like it. I don't have much. I just
0: have a paper route. That's
4: all. <laughs> that's fair. I'm glad you have a flask, because that's a true sign of a, a, a someone with a problem, I think. Whenever you downsize and go to something you can actually hide on your person at all times... Like a little, like it's like a go bag for liquor.
3: Exactly. So. <laughs> you really like that term, go bag, man. I do. I love go bag. <laughs> well, hey, since I, I, I got, I, I have a question for you, but since we got Bud here, I'll throw it to him too. Um, have either of you guys ever had to take a shit so bad that you you couldn't take the stairs? <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm just trying to think of why why the stairs would matter, and you know, or, like, or just moving. I, well, walking down steps
3: if you have to poop real bad. I mean, like oh, okay, so you're going down. Yeah, I, I was down basically steps. there. I, I, the backstory is, man, I was at Menards, and I was on the second <laughs> floor, and I and, and the urge hit, but it was not like one of those like you're going to be needing the restroom at some point in the next hour. It so, was like you need one right now.
4: I hear what you're saying. Just for, for other people out there, Menards is Midwest for a Home Depot. Not everybody has Menards.
2: Save big money at... <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, their bathroom was on the main floor, and I was up there by lighting. And I had, At this point, I had had like uh, a basket full of shit, so it wasn't even like I could even just go to the bathroom. I'd have to set this down somewhere or pay for my stuff. Yeah, and I, the stairs were the closest thing, but I was like, nope, not risking it. Too risky. So then, what did you elevator? But the okay. elevator was meant a long, much longer walk, basically to the back of the store, which is not where the bathrooms are. So then I it, it extended my actual walking time, but it allowed me to safely procure the proper uh, um, environment to, and also you know prevented me from maybe needing to change clothes. Uh, I-
4: I got to tell you, the most impressive part of the story is that there's an elevator at Menards because I've never been to. There's no Home Depot I've been to has an elevator or stairs, so that's a that's a hell of a place. That's huge. My God, impressive.
3: <laughs> He's more impressed with that. <laughs> I really am. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to imagine
4: that you I, I, just going to. I can't imagine somebody going to a Home Depot and somebody saying that's on floor two. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, that's where all the windows yep. are. No, but but no, I've I've uh. There's definitely been some. I'm trying to think of uh some moves you do to flex the uh the area down there to keep it keep it, keep it from expanding and thing and things like that. But 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 I can't think of a stairs being part of it. But there's definitely been some things where like you don't want to cough, right? Right. Or, or what about you, Bud? After a nice uh, uh after like after your tenth flask, is there any kind of 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 of, of moves you do? I
0: yeah, think just kind of, you know, flexing the abdomen a little bit, like a, doing a stomach crunch, kind of keep it all together. Okay, excellent. I like it's it. Risky going in the elevator though, because. Uh, oh, that's true. If gets you stuck. lose it in there, the door opens up. Yeah. There's no other culprit. If you're on the stairs, you're yeah, on the move. Even, you, even you can kind of glass run away.
4: Windows, but, uh... Yeah, shut <laughs> the away. Glass. What, if, what, if, what if the elevator stops halfway up and you have to use that emergency phone and everything like that? And they finally get to you, and you shit your pants? (laughs) That's a hole. That's tragic.
3: I've definitely had to go this bad and quick before, but I don't know that that I've had to factor in whether or not stairs were going to work. Oh, they, They do have one thing. They have a long conveyor that you can take, but it goes really slow. And that was like, it was either that or the elevator. So if I did that, I could just stand still, but it takes about 60 seconds to get from the floor one to floor two. And I was just like, no, I need something... A little now, more immediate
0: now. At Menards, unlike uh, Home Depot, they do have toilet paper and paper towels there, so you, you <laughs> oh, could just aim, aim yourself towards that aisle at least.
3: Uh, you know, you mentioned I was near the paper products. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just found a dark corner and <laughs> took care of
4: it. Yeah, I, I, I could just imagine if you if you're going to short short yourself, uh, you know, Menards. Uh, I don't know. At least a somewhat manly place to do it. You know, it's not like you're a Bed, Bath & Beyond or Hobby Lobby. Sure. And you're, you've been on, a, on a, a bad mission for that.
3: Nothing manlier than a good shark
4: <laughs> <laughs> And not caring. Just, like, go, keep going. You know what I mean? Uh, you
3: go to Walmart if you want to fit in sharting. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't actually really have the whole thing where... Uh, I gotta
4: have an issue uh, in the uh, the number two, but I have like an old man number one tank where I, it all of a sudden just goes. <clears throat> I gotta go. There's no brick in the seal. The seal is all broken for me. Okay. So when I so so when I need to go like on a road trip, um, uh, here's a tip for you people. Now I'm sure you've been there at some point, you know, and you need to go and you're stuck in traffic and there's nowhere to go. Yes. Oh no? yeah, absolutely. Okay, and you're looking at first off, you're looking around for Gatorade bottles and <laughs> things like that inside the. Ah, uh, we all know they're beer bottles. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Or, and then and then for you, Bud, you're thinking, flask Can, can I aim handy. it perfectly into the flask? Yep,
0: and everything like that. Funnel's and, and, help. And,
4: and, yes, exactly. Um, uh, and you're like, yeah. For me, it's you know, you, you, you're, you're hoping there's some wide mouth bottles in there. Hmm. Anyway, um, but uh, Mickey's. That's just that's just my fantasy, um, but. But for me, it's okay, here's the here's the here's the thing. People are crowded. You know, you can't just go out of your car and pull off the side of the car and take a whiz. What you have to do is you have to think what do you see people doing on the side of the road a lot of times? And that is, they're changing tires. So next time you gotta take a piss, you just go <laughs> on the side, you go on the side of the car, you unzip your 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 pants, you get on one knee, and yet you start pretending you're playing with a tire and you get your hand over here and you whiz and nobody can see it except there's just a pool of urine going, cascading between your legs. I was just going to ask,
3: you. how do you stay out of the, 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 that's the problem is that, is it
4: usually when this happens, you're on a hill. Yeah, so it's, it's, at least a little so bit of a slope,
3: some kind so, of but, so, you,
4: so, so remember to do the front tire because by the time you're done, it will be past, it will be past the back of the mm, car. So,
3: oh yeah. You, oh, I got you. Get it going that direction.
4: Yes. So my point is, when we're on family trips, they say, "Daddy's got to change the tire," and the kids go down there. And, and for a while, they didn't see that. But lately, their Dad's my, my son's like, "What the
2: hell are you doing down there?"
4: Like that, he'll just see me peeing there, and I'm like, "That's the tip. You got a pee son, you come out here and you change the tire."
3: Right on. Uh, now, if you recall, if if you have that that uh, quick of a seal break, I don't know if you remember the the tale of the, the Minnesota State Fair, but. You want to be with me, it sounds like, if you ever go, because I know where all the nearest bathrooms are. Oh, absolutely. I need like a, basically, when I go into a
4: place, I don't care about anything else except where the bathrooms. That's what I need to know. Uh, I don't care about, it's like exits for uh, if you're a fire marshal bill.
3: Yeah, I think um, uh, it's not a well-kept secret that I'm similar to the same way, because literally almost anywhere, even if it's somewhere that... I've never been before. Amy's like, "Where's the bathroom, honey? She needs to like uh, like Jade needs to go to the bathroom. Where is it? We're like, how do you know that I know? It's like, you always know where the bathroom is." At this point, Bud's like, "I thought this was a music show."
0: <laughs> you know, I have a story. It involves a Pringles can. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, you're 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 definitely gonna fit in here. No, that's I did, the uh, wide mouth I'm talking about.
0: I did my college days. I had a, a roommate. I woke up in the middle of the night. I had to. Desperately get to the bathroom, uh, ran down the hallway, grabbed the... Someone was obviously in there. <laughs> it was locked. And I was like, shit, I got to go bad. And I need a <laughs> toilet. I can't just go take a leak somewhere. So I started looking around on the floor for things that I could go in, right? And the only thing I saw was a <laughs> Pringles can. <laughs> Full? I, Full? or empty? I picked it up. Yeah, it and I'm Pringles like, it? can this work? And then... Just as I was getting ready to see for myself, I heard the door unlock and my roommate came out and threw the can, can down and ran in. But I always wonder, what if? How would that have turned out? Oh, so what if?
4: I, I think that would have been good. I'm actually going to look up the... Uh, so Pringles the can Max. might be
0: helpful to have. keep those on standby. Hmm. You never know. You Does it doesn't matter what flavor? Eat. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's five and a half. Well... You probably I mean, want to dump out the contents first, though. Hmm. You don't want to pile it on top. Of i got to tell you, I think it's going
4: to work. It looks like it's, it's, first off, I'm looking at the stats here, and it's 10.5 inches long. So you unless go. you're uh, John Holmes, you yeah. should at least get a
3: good fit. <laughs> at least long enough to wait for the bathroom to open up. Yeah, yeah no. I mean, that, my my issue
0: was number one. two, though. That's what I was thinking of using it for. Oh. I didn't, I didn't have a number one problem. I had a Wait, number two problem. That
4: story, that's that story why, just got a lot more disgusting. That's I'm why, that Pringles, that, th- that's why I couldn't I'm, settle, I'm settle that,
0: for uh, any other uh, alternative. I had to contain it. So still it need like, pretty wow. good, good aim, though. <laughs> you need really good aim. That's why, <laughs> no, I,
4: that's why I, I was wondering what if. It.
0: How would that have turned out?
4: This is the Cobras. This is a Cobra hack like I've never heard. Get <laughs> Go eat a bunch of Pringles. Have a couple cans in the car because that is going to serve. That's multi-purpose. Plus, it has a nice seal on the top. You can take a huge dump inside this that's can, true. or you can fill it up. It's like it's like at least twelve ounces of space, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, the sealed-up cap. But yep. Thank you very much. I actually think I know what we're going to sell on the site now. <laughs> uh, I have to it, think of a can, name for
3: it. You can even change the tire on a two now.
4: <laughs> yeah, look at that. You got you got a snack. You got a place to shit in and piss in with a seal.
1: Uh,
3: it's officially a hit. Loose two pick zero has a couple episodes <laughs> out now, uh, almost two minutes of content each. Uh, yeah. um, uh, I understand. Uh, we're going to actually just kind of start uh, incorporating that into the show periodically. Uh, uh, well, first of all, how has uh, how has the response been on your end? Has it been uh, uh, positive? Uh, any any artists complain about picking zero songs of theirs? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, the the yeah, fish yeah, didn't those that... contact you and say why didn't Baco pick more than zero? Who the fish or was it Radiohead that I did? I did uh, Radiohead. It, was, it wasn't no, it wasn't the
4: fish. It was it was the Radiohead. Yeah, that, the Radiohead. Uh, and ne- neither of them were upset. But okay. but yeah, I mean to pick zero, I got to tell you, it's uh it's been it's been you know great response and things like that, and it just goes that the 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 pleasures of the internet is things that you really don't put effort into become a hit. You know what I mean? Those are the things that that's people, right up your alley.
3: No effort. It yeah. really is.
4: Yes. So, so you know, all those things that we spent hours and hours editing, uh, not as many. You know, people aren't interested. It, it, listen, two pick zero is like imagine you're one day. You're like, I'd like to listen to a podcast, but I only have two minutes. Boom. That's your that's your answer for you. So, but we decided that. Uh, until I completely beat this joke into the ground, that we'll just feature it occasionally on the shows themselves. What? Do they... we have?
3: Do we have one today? I'm all for it. We do.
4: We do. We have, uh, and we have a special guest that you'll you'll meet in just a moment. So here's two pick zero. Hey everybody, this is LC, and you're listening to Two Pick Zero. Ease back and enjoy. I don't have a friend.
2: (laughs) There is no need for (laughs) self-love. You motherfucker. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. I get on top of her and I start fucking her. Oh yeah. She's big as hell. (laughs)
1: This
2: is bananas.
4: Bananas. This week we have special guest Chris Sinzek of Decibel Geek. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you for asking. What band would you like to discuss
3: today? I want to talk about Insane Clown Posse.
4: Oh, you mean you mean Kiss for people with head injuries?
3: <laughs> I thought that was Kiss fans. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's has got the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> Excuse me as I to take a, a drip of my Faygo.
3: I worked with a guy at a restaurant that was a juggalo. He had a tattoo on his arm of the running clown with the hatchet.
4: Did you know to get to, to receive unemployment, all you have to do is show that, uh, that tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Actually, my phone is at 1%. Actually, it's at zero. Hey,
2: everybody. I hope you enjoyed 2 Pick
4: Zero. Tune in next week when we pick... Zero songs
1: again. Yeah.
3: I'm going to say flat out that that one's a little unfair because I don't think Insane Clown Posse fans can even name one Insane Clown Posse song. <laughs> they just like the they just like the culture, huh? Yeah. yeah did uh, Insane Clown Posse ever tour with Rush, bud? Uh, not that I know of. Mm. A lot of juggalos in the parking lot at the at Can you the, imagine? It's <laughs> the, the
4: difference of, of fandom between between inside clam posse and rush. It's like some some spectrum of intelligence and stuff like that. There's people that can't even wow, uh, there's definitely people that have a Pringles can with them. <laughs>
3: like, at least at one. With their Fago.
0: <laughs>
4: yeah, I don't know. Who is do you think the Rush fans are better, you know, preppers so they have the Pringles cans or yeah.
3: mm.
0: I think so.
4: I like I, to
3: think so. Maybe you know because the, the the juggalos love those two liters of Fago Pop. Maybe the, it's because oh. they need to you keep those on oh hand God. to piss all the time. Yeah, they they use Fago. The Fago oh, that, and Pringles tour <laughs> does it, <laughs> doesn't does Fay, Fago do three liter bottles too? Are they the one of the, There's one of those pops that like kind of the generic ones that they they add an extra liter, man. Yeah, piss, pissing in a jug—the way of the road. Way
1: of the road. Uh, that's a
3: trailer park, bar, trailer park boys reference. But uh, well, let, let's talk a little bit about what uh, uh, Bud's here to, to get into a little bit. Is that all right?
4: Absolutely, please.
3: You know, it's uh, it's it, it, uh, we, we call it. Well, we call it. He calls it SIP TV. SIP stands for um, Shelter in Place. Uh, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. Why don't you? Uh, why don't you start by basically by telling you why how you came about in this and like what what just describe the whole fucking show, man? All right, yeah. Uh, so I run this little
0: sketch comedy show. I'm the star. I'm uh, many characters. I'm the editor, director, distributor. It's really a one man show. Uh, it's called SIP TV. That stands for Shelter in Place Television. Uh, came about. I built a garage bar in my garage and we had the shelter in place order happened and these two kind of coincided and i thought to myself well i'm at home i should do some sort of telecasting out of this garage bar maybe uh not quite sure what i knew the idea was there and over time uh my dad recently passed, and I inherited this uh, kick-ass leather jacket from his undercover cop days. Nice. And, uh, wow. and and my mom had this wig she wanted to get rid of. And so this character <laughs> was spawned on, on the spot. Uh, you know, I was like, well, I got a character now. And I have this Lowenbrow beer sign hanging up in my garage bar. So I'm like, well, there's the name. What's his first name? And I thought about you know, this guy could be French-Canadian, maybe. Maybe his name is Guy, but it's spelled Guy, kind of like Guy LaFontaine. Anyways, um, a big tr- <laughs> long story short, I had this idea about shelter-in-place television, and this character could be kind of the main star, so to speak. And so it's really this character, Guy Brow and Bud, the proprietor of the garage bar, who has been ordered to shelter in place. So Bud cannot leave the garage, but Guy can. He comes and goes. So he very well may be this made-up character of Bud's that is able to leave and go do adventures, and Bud can vicariously live through this other made-up character.
4: All right. That, by the way, what you just described is more thought than we ever put into this it's, entire show It's
0: kind of like <laughs> David Lynch meets Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about that? That's way of the road, boys. I was thinking a little I like
3: bit it. of, uh, I don't know if Inception's the movie I'm thinking of. Uh, no, what's that Cusack movie? Uh, oh, uh, John, being John Veltovich? No, uh, the the one where he's a limo driver and then it turns out he's everybody in the movie. Sorry, I just ruined it. Uh,
0: <sighs> oh, is it a horror movie,
3: Ken? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's got uh, Tracy Lords in it, I think. Uh, or is good that Lord. The... I'm sold. I don't remember this one. Can't think of it at all. It's really good. Bad, but... Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, you guys talk. I'm going to look that up. Okay. Well, that's... So you got the... Um... So,
0: yeah. So I've got... Uh, uh, I, I shot eight episodes in eight weeks. I came up with the idea, filmed the episode, edited it, get it out, got it out. Sorry. And, uh, sure. In eight, eight eight weeks two months time i think that's pretty productive mm-hmm. so then i ended it took a break and thought about how can i make season two how can i make it more engaging how can i have a bigger story arc uh try to kind of promote it more so here i am thanks for having me on your show just uh kind of do-it-yourself television and just trying yeah. to gain interest or following from anyone who uh is into that sort of stuff it's really fun i have fun with it it's more sketch comedy kind of type stuff that i do all by myself <laughs> <laughs> so as long as i'm entertaining myself i, I i'm winning i guess
3: uh, i think the yeah. editing is actually really impressive it's, you know cause, yeah, it it comes across really slick um uh, the movie by the way I'd- is called identity and all apologies to, to Rebecca De Mornay. It is not Tracy Lords in the movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh
4: my god!
3: <laughs> that's that's
4: I do remember Identity, and it is a good movie. And then the Tracy Lords oh, thing yeah. threw me off big, big time. Yeah, that's like, my fault. Okay.
0: Yeah, you mentioned right. the editing. So there is a lot of scenes where it's it's just me, right? Mm-hmm. But it's me having a conversation with other character me. So I do a lot of yep. split screening and layering and things like that that are. Pretty well thought out. I like to think.
3: Yeah, it's enjoyable. And how, how long are these episodes typically? Oh, they're
0: pretty digestible. I, I try not to exceed four minutes. Uh, maybe as small as two minutes. Uh, trying to be thoughtful of people's time. You know, scrolling around the internet, checking in. So, um, not too big of a time investment to get a cheap laugh or two.
4: Yeah. No, it's cool. I I that. The production is uh, is really well done. Like like, but you have like an extra person there, like interviewing. At the bar, too, right? Like a friend or something like that? Or no?
0: Yeah, occasionally I have an outside character. I think my mom's in an episode, and then uh, I'll have a friend show up every now and then. So it's just not all me. But uh, for the most part, it's me and, and Bud and the characters that Bud has created.
3: Uh, the way I see this going is that eventually uh, we find out that uh, Bud Burgie is actually... Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, but he just was the, the assassination never really took place. He's been alive this whole time. Could very well
0: be a quantum leap type element there. Oh yeah,
3: <laughs> even better. Uh,
0: I'm sure that's no, it's, uh, inspiration that's buried deep in my subconscious somewhere.
3: When do we get a female lead?
0: <laughs> oh, how much timing? How much money you got, buddy?
4: So your proof though that that this is what what we said is like you know sheltering in place and being you know at home all the time leads to creativity and things like that. Yeah. So if you can put together this whole web series of editing and different characters and things like that, then God damn it, we should get some great fucking music from the artists we, we love, right, man? Mm-hmm. Come on. Isn't it satisfying putting this together on your end when you're in this situation?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's uh, no one else to answer to. My schedule is my own. Um, ideas are my own. It's all you do is just kind of sit around and think about What's the next step? Uh, what's the next idea? So it's really fun.
3: And where can people find it, I guess? Let's uh, get that information out there.
0: Well, go to my YouTube channel, Sip TV. It's S-I-P star TV. You should, uh, all the episodes are loaded are located there. Season one is done. Season two is, first episode was last week. And my next episode will be Tuesday. I released new episodes tuesday nights at seven forty-five p.m you can also follow the page on facebook
3: right on. uh we'll put those show links in the those, those links in the show notes so people listening can just find it easily too but uh, uh when are you gonna have me and lc on, a, on an episode i guess Whenever you want. You got the idea? I, I love collaborating. It's Can just, we do it via Skype? I'll yeah, be over there, I'll hold the computer, and it'll just be LC it like in my stomach. That
0: totally fits a shelter in place vibe. So, yeah, let's go for it. I like it. Yeah. Let's
3: do it, man. I
4: think that'd be uh All right. Th- th- you'll definitely get an extra two viewers,
0: <laughs> myself and him. Season two, you got a spot.
3: That's right. Uh, probably just one extra cuz I already watched but uh <laughs> probably, probably more more than that if I cuz I'll probably watch myself over and over again
1: oh, different well,
4: different you... different different IP addresses and locations
1: so
3: <laughs> Yeah, hey, let me see your phone. I got to watch something. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you got to see this. It's the greatest show cuz I'm on it.
2: That is a from the high-
3: Well, there was a story involving my, my esteemed uh, uh, filmmaker here, Bud Berge, the, from earlier in our uh, our friendship um, that I thought that the listener might en- listeners might enjoy. Uh, the, sure. The evening, uh, this was back when uh, um, I had season tickets with Bud's roommate for the Vikings, and so preseason games aren't exactly a must-see thing, so uh, I can't remember what the reason was that he couldn't go, but it ended up being me and Bud taking a cab down to the Metrodome, and we watched, I think, about the first quarter before we... Left for Augie's, uh, a notorious strip club downtown Minneapolis. But uh, okay. this is not a place. Uh, how would you describe Augie's? You don't go to Augie's to really look at the girls. you know. <laughs> music, music on tape cassette, I believe, yeah. and then plywood wow. bars. Yeah. Metal detector walking through. <laughs> yeah, my kind of place, man. <laughs> um, but uh, I, anyway, we, we had a couple beers there, and we headed back to St. Paul. Uh, there's there's a bar there that uh, like I've seen like since we you and I've been doing the show I, I saw Corey Taylor there saw the Glorious Sons there um uh, you know my band has played there so it's kind of a mix kind of that uh, about a 300 400 people kind of seat venue it's it's super old it's got still got like a, a 90s 1920s decor but it's called the Turf Club and there was a we went we walked it's, it's within walking distance where you lived at the time so we just. Uh, we had the, took the cab back to his house, we walked up to the turf club, and um, basically there was a band plan. and we went downstairs to the bar down there, and, and you can still hear the band in the downstairs area, right? So apparently we were irritating some people because we were talking too loud, and even though we had to talk loud because there was a band, we must have been like next level because... I mean, we're, we're a couple of loud-mouthed individuals
1: right.
0: to begin with. We've
3: had the well. We had the cops called on us when we had the fantasy football draft in my backyard. True, because <laughs> you and I were talking too loud. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: whenever we get together, we seem to
3: try to out shout talk each other. <laughs> and alcohol always helps <laughs> yeah. so i don't remember how they they approached us and they're like you guys are gonna have to go you're too loud and like there's I think a fucking we had band multiple,
0: we had multiple complaints from the tables around us i think was the way that he framed it
3: <laughs> it could have been the topic i don't remember what we were talking I, about
4: I, but. I, I, on a side thing like i'm a loud guy too obviously but that but man there is if you guys were that loud with a band In there, something like that. You guys were, (laughs) you guys were loud and obnoxious because there's nothing worse than when you're like with some people and all you hear is every inane bit of a conversation yeah. from somebody like nine tables down you're like how do these people not know how
1: fucking annoying yeah. they are yes
0: yeah I don't I don't think yeah, we fought we it know. I think we well we yeah, knew we well did, right. we <laughs> <They> were like <laughs> we were loud as fuck yeah, yeah, good thing right, they got we'll us out little, of
3: there uh, we were at this point I mean I'm leaving out a lot of hours I mean we, we were drinking <laughs> it was
0: like noon maybe yeah. no, <laughs> it would <like,
2: yeah>, yeah. <laughs> like, no,
4: be funny if you see the if, if there's a direct proportion between blood alcohol level yeah. and volume Oh, well, are definitely with the two of us sure. Exact same. There's uh, definitely a chart.
3: But but we were drinking before the Viking game, we drank at the Viking game, we drank at yeah. the tit bar. So we we're pretty well at this point we just wanted to eat. And we also wanted to be responsible. So there's a Taco Bell right around the corner and we walked up there. Um, but it was drive-through only at this point. We're standing in the drive-through, and there's a guy who's, by the way, not affected by us. Uh, the, the 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 when we do get to the drive-through, they refuse to serve us because we're not in a car, and we're uh, we're making the argument we're hammered. You want us to go drive, get home, get our car, and come back? And like, then a guy who's getting his food starts picking a fight with us. He he kind of pulls out. We're we're basically we're not getting Taco Bell, so we're leaving, and he zips out and pulls out in front of us. I, I do have a question though. When you're doing the, the walk through drive through thing, is there a car in front of you
0: and behind you? No, Correct. Just behind us, I think. At well, that the,
3: point. Oh by that point, yeah. yeah. I mean at first we're the we're basically taking the spot of the last car, then another car comes and we it was it was maybe a couple cars before we were up to the ordering booth. I'm but, just getting the visual. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, we're thinking we're about to either get our ass kicked or get in some kind of fight with some kind of meathead when a cop pulls up and that guy takes off. So I'm pretty sure he was hammered as well because he was just shouting at us. I was like, what the fuck do you care, man? Like, we're just trying to get some tacos. The cop targets me and Bud. Neither one of us were like... I don't know, too belligerent with him, but you ended up in the back seat of the car, and I was like, "What are you doing?" And then he basically like threatened to throw cuff me too. So I'm standing on the sidewalk, I have no idea what's going on. About I don't know five ten minutes later, he lets you out of the car, and then just leaves with no explanation to either one of us. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, let me, I'll give you a little insight of what happened while I was in the squad. Oh, camp. nice. So, to paint the picture correctly, the the. The kid... The personality of this individual who was uh, mad at us was a really shitty, shithead kind of a person. Mm. Just kind of a weaselly... I'm going to go ahead and prejudge here, like, spoiled white kid, thinks he's street, he's just kind of, like, bumping the base in his jimmy, and he's just a little <laughs> twerp, he just want to probably wring his neck if you just saw him.
3: Axe body spray.
0: Yes. Anyways, he's the guy that, that is causing, uh, you know, getting us all riled up. Anyway, the, co- the cop comes, throws me in the car, the kid gets away, and I'm in the back seat, and I'm like, listen, you got the wrong guy. <laughs> the guy, the type of guy that you hate, is in that car and was yelling at us. We're the good guys. And so I kind of tried to spin it that way to him and tell him about how shitty this kid was. And I think he sat there and took it in and probably realized how drunk I was and I wasn't going to shut up. And he just turned, looked at me, and said, <laughs> Get out of my car! <laughs> and I it was like, "What?" He's like, "Just get out of here. Get out of here, and just go the fuck home. Don't stop anywhere. Don't go to any other drive-throughs. Just get out of my car and go home." And he just turned and wouldn't look at me. Wouldn't even make eye contact. So he unlocked the car. I got out. I got out of it. And then, yeah, he tore away. And I'm like, "Shit, my wallet's in there." So all of a sudden, as I tell Baco this. <laughs> We're standing there like, what do we do now? All of a sudden, the reverse lights come on. The cop I thought comes, he whipped around the block. Or maybe he whipped around the block, whatever. He, he pulls back up and then uh, stops. And we just kind of blankly stare and the window rolls down. and he, did he throw it at us? Yeah, he launched it. it he <laughs> just, <was> just... <laughs> chucked it at us and just tore out of there. So.
3: He Anyways. had a bit of a Costanza wallet, by the way, too. Yeah. Was so he, he
0: was just so sick of dealing with us at that point. It just He just wanted to get out, couldn't get out there fast enough.
3: Did, didn't I you like hear on the, on the police scanner, too, that something like, like, we have a disorderly at Taco Bell? Drunken, <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, while he was talking to me, uh, I heard the dispatcher kind of fuzzily come through on the thing. He's like, yeah, to handle a drunken disorderly at Taco Bell. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the takeaway for the story is, uh, Bud, though, is that you were so annoying to this, yeah, this, this police officer if he's like, I don't even want to go through arresting this. this, this, too, this much just,
0: exactly. just, just too much paperwork.
4: Exactly. Just that, and then just the, the rejection of the wall into <laughs> the
3: end, too. <laughs> don't great. go anywhere, just go home. And we actually <laughs> piled into your van and went to fucking White Castle. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Drive throughs, but I have a little bit of overlap music wise. He's a probably the biggest Rush fan that I personally know.
0: In high school, I kind of fell into Rush. Uh, I'm primarily focused on '68, whatever their first album, up to when Presto came out, which was I believe '89. Mm. So I'm in high school, it's about '91, early '90s. Anyways, it's that body of work that uh, when I kind of discovered them, but since then, I've kind of not really been such a dedicated fan, although my love for them has not gone away. Obviously,
3: you've seen them live, I assume. Uh,
0: I've seen them live probably uh, any time in the '90s. I think I saw them live when they they okay. came through town. So,
3: and LC, I guess you have touched on it a little bit, but I was for whatever reason it didn't stick. You don't like Rush. I've tried. I've <laughs> tried so many times. I've uh, I own uh, you know
4: twenty one twelve. I got that. That album, I got the live actually, uh, another uh, album that I uh, picked up from that Craigslist guy in the basement <laughs> when I got the 40. Pre-viped. I got the, um, the The world, what is it? The world is a. All I the world's a stage? All the world's a stage. I got that one, and it's just something about it. I won't even go into what it is. We can kind of maybe you tell me what, what you like so much about it, and every time. Somebody, somebody like I meet somebody like yourself, bud. That that brings brings it or listen to a podcast. I'm like, man, I really listen to because there's so many. You know, the catalogs twenty or you know whatever it is. All these this stuff. Like, man, if I just got into this band, right. I would have all this new music for myself. But it just there's just something that just uh, it's almost like math rock to me. Yep. Like I feel like I'm definitely. I don't know. I, it, it's it's almost it's 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 like it, it reinforces the fact that I like really dumb stuff, kind of sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm like, this is why, I, you know, and when I meet KISS fans that are actually Rush fans, too, I'm like, how could you separate this part of your brain from right. this yep. to listen to this, you know?
0: No, that's great observation. Math Rock is probably... Math Rock meets Wizard Rock, at least is where their origin started. Um, but I believe Rush is a pretty polarizing band. Uh, there's something about them I don't know if it's you know from the vocals to there's that's too much mo- too much going on to it, it's either not very approachable or it's super approachable to people I feel and my wife is one of the people that does not like Rush at all so I'm very familiar <laughs> well, to this. isn't and, that all? And females, I can't for the most part? I can't stand to hear one <laughs> more sausage fest, one more mocked version of Tom Sawyer sung by her because she just. <laughs> anyways yeah I don't know I'm prepared to kind of stand my ground with them I, I understand they aren't everything uh, to other people but to me uh, they provided a lot of I'm an, I'm a visual artist I do a lot of cartooning a lot of um, good graphic design stuff and video things I've never been a musician but to me they seem to be the musician that inspired a lot of the stuff that I did creative uh, wise so I really got into um, I just think their whole approach—they they're very structured, like you said. There's almost a mathematical element. I think at this point they were doing four albums, then they do a live album, then they do four more albums, then they do a live album. And in, in their their approach, they were uh, these four albums would represent a body of work, and then they would kind of move on or progress. So they almost were making chapters of their own music. Uh, library as they as they move forward and they always progressed in sound and delivered a new sound intentionally and there's a lot of uh literature that's infused in this stuff as well and so i think there's so many layers to it that that's what excited me it wasn't uh hearing the riff or hearing the jingle or whatever there was a ton to dig through and i think um getting bang for your buck back in a time where you bought a cd you know what i mean i love from the, the album art to the content the music, everything about it, just seemed. It seemed like I was getting a lot when I would buy a Rush CD. And
4: that, and that's part of it too. I think what it is that, that 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 I don't get why I can't get it. I, I don't get why I can't get it. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at yeah. like Neil Peart, obviously an amazing drummer. You know uh, the musicianship of each one of them. Now, yeah, the vocals are going to be something. That's just a personal thing, but that's kind of like a Smashing Pumpkins thing where I can take or leave a Smashing Pumpkins mm-hmm. song. But I don't discount the fact that there are some great. Pumpkin songs I like, but overall there's just some some kind of disconnect. But but yeah, I don't know. It's just like one of those one of those bands. But that said too, not that big of an Iron Maiden fan <sighs> either. There's like and I think that, that that's a what?
1: Solo-
4: <laughs> yes, I know. Like I, I I own no Iron Maiden, not a one. So no Rush, and no Iron Maiden. Well, I, I can't but believe I do.
3: you haven't seen that Rush documentary. It, you it, it is, I have watched no, it. No, no, uh, Bud. yeah, well, oh. it's Shame amazing, me, oh. man. Yeah. Um, when I was I was. There's a scene where Alex Lifeson is telling his parents he's quitting high school, and it's pro-shot with like a, a film crew there. I'm like, what? What the hell goes on in Canada that like I'm going to quit high school to play music? And they're, this is like when they're they're nothing. They're not signed or anything. You know what I mean? He didn't get a record deal and then tell him this. Uh this is before Neil Pert. Before the, I don't know, they were really doing anything, but uh, playing high school. He's going
0: all in apparently.
3: <laughs> yeah, but why do you have a? What's the film crew there for? It's, yeah, yeah, good. It's not his not little sister with a VHS. It's like, it's like got a guy holding a boom mic, making it, sure. He's maybe like,
0: at that point there was just one film crew in Canada that <laughs> just roamed around.
3: <laughs> I think I think that uh, it was it was uh, on the but, nightly news. Anytime someone dropped out of high school, yeah, and uh, Neil Pert there from uh, Saskatoon. He's uh, he's. Uh, Taking his uh, leave at grade ten. <laughs> no, I was talking I think to that, Baco that you're
4: going with uh, the conspiracy that everybody has an
0: end, though.
3: Right, yeah, Baco? right. Yeah, I mean, is that the the mm. example, the Canadian example of how nobody makes it, everybody has a connection? It was basically all predetermined.
0: I was just talking to Baco uh, before the segment here about you know what is it that does alienate some people or rubs them the wrong way or they don't they just don't like it, and I think one of their I wouldn't call it a problem, but uh traits of theirs is they their aesthetic isn't consistent and reliable it's more technical and kind of moves forward all the time in a way that almost someone who uh isn't it's like the oh I can listen to I'm in the mood to listen to some rush it's like well what what era of rush or what kind of rush mm. it's just yeah, I think it covers too big of a spectrum almost, where it almost backfires uh, with their own aesthetic consistency as as a brand of who they are as a band.
4: I don't know, I can see that, but then you can you can go through a lot of bands that have right. that that problem too. Yeah. like even ACDC you know, go with the trends and.
0: Yep. Go ahead. ACDC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's but... just
0: one thing on top of other elements that other Kyle's other stuff. Brought. I know yep. what you're saying. Yep.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I was like, like every time that I do this, um, like, would there be maybe a way that uh, you could present to to me or somebody like say, listen, I know you don't no, like Rush, but like, like, like what you say with other bands like this, but here, if you know that I'm more of a a rock based fan, and yes, I know their first album without Neil is more your Zeppelin type zone, something like that, but do you have like a uh, any gateway drugs maybe of an album or something like that to say like you know what try this one you probably don't know this you've been pummeled with this these kind of
0: to someone like uh, to someone like you or someone i know like you don't
4: you. know me yet but i'm just saying like in general like more of a rock bass like i've heard snake and arrows is a good album for okay.
0: example yeah i know uh, i think just starting <laughs> starting on the early end because that's where they fit in that hard rock um you know genre the best i feel and then they progressed into more kind of technical, lighter sounding stuff, a lot of synth and they went through that whole era and then I think they returned to it probably in that Snakes and Arrows uh that came out and kind of got back into uh their rawness and uh rockiness again. So, I don't know, it's it's kind of a hard question. It's like if you're trying to get in with a fan that is a hard rock fan, then you'd start, you know, with with either Snakes and Arrows, their later stuff or the very early stuff, I'd say. Nick's the in between. <laughs>
3: uh, di- disc one of Chronicles. There you go. Uh, yeah. That'll be good. What about did, did you guys see the movie I Love You Man? Of course. Sid and I have gotten
2: pretty good at a couple of Rush songs. What do you mean, like fast paced rock? No, like Rush. Like the band Rush. I don't know them. The Holy Triumvirate. The... Wait, you don't know Rush? No. You, t- you don't know Rush, the no. band? No. Exit the Warrior, today's Tom you.: No. Well, prepare to be rushified.
4: <laughs> Sounds better on big speakers.
2: I could
0: see that.
3: I love the, the whole Rush bug? connection with that. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, it's, 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 it's. Who it's, is
2: this guy? How <laughs> can <could> you <laughs> say? Uh, yeah, uh,
3: it, <laughs> it's the the not Rush fans. But yeah, like these two guys basically, the, the, they're kind of forced into becoming friends and then they turns out they're both just they're, they're still getting to know each other and then they they find out that they both love rush and then things just kind of connect and blow up from that point who's in this movie uh Jason Segal uh, Paul Rudd okay and Quincy Jones's daughter what's her name Rashida Jones oh, I know yummy. of the movie haven't, haven't seen it but I will Lou check Farigno. it
0: out.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's right now
4: <laughs> uh, a, a couple people from like Reno nine one one, the cop yeah, guys and stuff right. like that. <laughs>
0: Terry,
1: uh,
4: yeah. but uh, yeah, th- there's look, los. That's my point. Is they have, they have a sense of humor about themselves. They don't take themselves too seriously when it comes to this that kind of stuff. Like they have all these elements that I they they do respect. And I was told that if I watched the Rush documentary, that it would make me a Rush fan. And I watched it. And like these guys are great. Yeah. Nope. Still not doing right. it.
0: Yeah. No. At some point, you just don't like their music. You know? Yeah. That's okay. I guess
3: that's what it is. Yeah. But that's okay totally. too. I'm that way with cheap trick, as you know, Louis. I I keep thinking like this band checks off so many fucking boxes, but when I right. sit down and listen to it, I just there's songs I do like, but I do not. When I hear people talk about them the way they do, I'm like what the fuck I'm I'm not hearing that man but uh, no for me Rush like I I literally had Chronicles and that was it that was enough oh I had 2112 as well of course but yeah now that CDs are basically like vinyl in um, uh, the early 90s where they're just everywhere and cheap Mm -hmm. um, Rush is one of a handful of bands that I'm like well fuck it if I see uh, a copy of one of their records I don't own I'm just gonna buy it Uh, so I've slowly put together I got about four or five more records in the last I don't know six months Now that we've wrapped that up, uh, you're going to check some Rush out today, Luce? <laughs> well, no, prob- probably not.
0: No, I don't expect you to ever like them. That's fine. Yeah.
4: I think that's what it is. I think it's, with any band, it's it's there's something that's yep. that's off-putting. You can't get past it. I, mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just like anything. But there has been that's that's my whole whole thing. There has been bands. I can't think of any off the top of my head that I'm like, ah, eh, no. And then all of a sudden, I'm like,
0: oh my god, I can't believe I've been missing this my whole time. To- the right. whole time, you know. Yeah, I will, so I will add one more thing that makes them uh, harder to like is that you do need to invest some time with it because i barely like anything they they come out with at the first pass and then i i spend time with it and i like it more and more and i know uh even with like movies or tv shows there's some that just Mm. you need to invest more time to to pull out all the enjoyable qualities of it and so I do think they fall in that category, which is unfortunate, because I think they're they're not a quick like, um, oh, yeah, I like that. That's a that's a great song right out of the gate. Well, the,
4: the, how about this? That, how about this then? Leave me with this. Give me three albums. It doesn't matter if it's like a predictable one or something like that, yep. that if I went in and said like, okay, I'm going to start listening to this in my commute, I'm going to put on the work. Yep. I'm going to put on the work, the investment and things like that, because I, I, I will do this for bands a lot of times, yep. especially even bands that you like and you get their album you're like, your album sucks. And I'm like, oh, wait, right. I missed it at first. Yep. Give me it. Okay, give me, okay give I'll me give here. you a three.
0: This covers a good spectrum, too. 2112, which you have, so uh, yep. per- Permanent Waves. That's kind of their early 80s work. And then uh, I'd say Presto, 89, the kind of the end of the 80s. So there's there's three albums that kind of represent three totally different eras and sounds of them that uh, perhaps maybe you'll get something out of <laughs> to latch on to <laughs> okay. one of those, or maybe all three.
3: It right? ended up being more like uh, Bud Giving you reasons that you won't like, Rush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah. I do think it's okay for things to be niche. I, I think uh, certain times we try, like, well, he's wearing an NHL shirt. I think, I think, well, I have a steadfast rule: hockey should not be played uh, in cities where ice doesn't naturally form. To me, it does belong in northern, colder cities. It, it just, it sucks that it's in fucking Tampa. And no
4: no i I, I agree they, they have the, the panthers down in Florida I was like, why
3: yeah, and there's you know some, I
0: mean? it just seems so odd there 's something to that because i 've thought of that too often, and it 's i don 't want to be like an elitist like oh it 's our game, but there 's something about uh the culture and region of you grow up and, and this ice is all around you and you just you just yeah. do it without um doesn't cost you a ton of money it doesn't whatever you can just grab your skates and go to the park play with play with pick up hockey mm-hmm. with whoever's there and so it it adds to a little bit of it almost comes the across passion. as a little, little bit of inauthentic to see it, it show up and emerge in in places that that don't have that but over time i've kind of have tried to move on a little bit and just say you know what at least they're embracing the game and um to see it expand in a way uh, where people are truly enjoying it i think the most depressing thing is when it reaches a place where no one's there like phoenix or something yeah. where it's like now you just force something that people don't want and it's failing and you know shame on you so
3: and that's rush <laughs>
1: yeah kinda, that's, <laughs> that's
0: my rush analogy right there set the ice hockey yeah right on <laughs>
3: Get into this week in Spotify pissing Baco off uh, news. (laughs) Uh, um, There it is. Yeah, get off my lawn, you streaming kids, damn millennials. Uh, Yeah, so Spotify just came out and they have this great new thing where uh, shows like us can play all the music we want. Um, All we have to do is use their podcast host uh, and be exclusive to Spotify. Which is kind of odd because if you remember about a year ago, they invited shows like us to come on and then ceremoniously kicked us all off six months later uh, for this exact reason. You know, you can't have music on Spotify, uh, which, you know, we, we, we covered it in the past, but basically my attitude was like, I don't see how it's different than somebody making a playlist. But that was their call. They kicked us off after inviting us on. Now, they got the carrot on the stick, baby. Come on. You
2: want to play music? You want music on your show? We'll let you do it. Oh, yeah. Come, to, come back to Spotify.
3: All you have to do <laughs> is fucking give us your goddamn content. We now own you, which is – I don't know that that was actually specifically said, but there is – I mean, think of it this way. It's a show like us. Why would they even, even, like, not just say, well, we do own your ass now? David Letterman, when he left from NBC to CBS – there were certain things he couldn't take from the show that were his fucking bits,
4: because the top, I think that he had to fight for the top ten. Yeah, that was the one like
3: thing that. he was able to get. But uh, yeah, it's just so if they're going to make someone like that who's made them that much money and be that big of dicks about it, a company like Spotify is not going to think two seconds of basically saying we now own your content as well. By the way, um, right. so I uh, mean
4: they, they haven't they haven't took like you know will it float away from David Letterman? <laughs>
3: That's a terrible thing. <laughs>
2: Well, you, what about stupid stupid pet tricks?
4: Yeah, could you, could you not take those? Uh, th- I think no, they took they, those
3: from them. They kept that. Um, they. Even, My God, they even kept that, that that super branded name, Late Night with David Letterman. Oh yeah, because that late night is ours. Late Night with that belongs to us. I think Larry Bud had to be called something else. I don't think it was <laughs> actually. I think it was called just
4: another weird old man or something. Uh, Seriously. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I I'm thinking about this
3: right now. This, but you know. You're a Spotify you're keep- apologist. Uh, you're a fucking shill for them. What do, you, what do you got for me?
4: <laughs> well, I'm looking at this and I'm reading this press release. First off, you're, you're not going into as much detail as I think you need to. So it's it's <laughs> it's Anchor. The service is called Anchor, which may or may not have been always a Spotify company, but it's a Spotify company now. It's yeah. this app that makes that makes your your setup super easy, and I guess you could do podcasts on the go and. Dump them in on your iPhone and rearrange them and edit them and things that, that honestly doesn't sound like it's a very good way to make a podcast because you're not you're not mixing it or anything like that. But but here's the deal: listen, what Spotify is going to do for us, Baco? Okay, okay. First off, we pay you know a few hundred dollars a year for hosting mm-hmm. through SoundCloud. Anchor is free. There is no hosting fees and no limits, so it doesn't wow, matter. Wow, there's six, six. Okay, no catch. No I hosting. Assume. No, no. <laughs> and um, and you and it. What what it does is it allows us. We can play full songs from any artist in the world and be completely protected. to, we can we can have we can have their music on it. Full songs. You got that? What if they're not on Spotify? Can we still use them? They're... It would just be 30 second versions of those mm. off 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 their service. Mm. So it's still you know kind of like we do v- versions. So so basically, the stream. All we have to do, as I understand it, is we we sign something where we we move our stream from SoundCloud. And we give it all to them, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have all those extra benefits of being part of Spotify and part of the network, the biggest streaming platform out there, and it's free. So I don't see the problem with it.
3: Think about it this way, Luce, I'm still waiting for the the big payday on this. Okay? That's now gone. That, you know, uh, but uh, seriously though, there are shows that actually become to the point where they're money makers. Look at a show like Last House on the Left, who recently signed an exclusive deal with Spotify. But they they bargained on their own behalf to get that deal. Spotify is like just like I said, it's the carrot on the stick. Oh, we want to play music. There it is. You know, they, they they put that out there in front of guys like us, and they we they they just want us to jump in, and then basically it's it's all about control, it's all about proprietary content, it's all about you know. I don't think so. Yeah. I think
4: they're just trying to help us,
3: <laughs> <laughs> just for the good of good of man. I swear to God, you are like a woman who would vote for Trump when it comes to <laughs> Spotify. You are one of the most liberal and rational minds I know with the exception of this one little gray block in front of your life, it's Spotify. Look, I don't blame Spotify for for the whole... The artist not getting money. That's pretty much any streaming service. Uh, So that's not an exclusive Spotify issue. But this is shady as fuck. They knew what they were doing when they asked everybody like us and, like, Podcast Rock City, Decibel Geek. uh, They invited all of us on to to Spotify. And then six months later, in, 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 like... What's like a, a a massive house cleaning moment in, in world? Like uh, the day after, like uh, like the Nixon tapes were released, like that. All of a sudden, just in one fell swoop, boom, we're all kicked off. We all got an email basically saying, "Oh, you're not allowed to do what we have fucking invited you to do," you know. And and guess what? A year later, hey, good news! As long as you do exactly what we want, if you cow- if you bow to your master. You will be allowed to play music. You'll get nothing in return. You, you have no control, and we, you, you, you your listeners now, uh, conveniently, all these shows' listeners, if they want to continue to listen, have to go to Spotify. What a fucking shit job. Fuck you. You've made a lot of very uh, valid points, which I'm going to ignore. <laughs> Trump
1: 2020.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what about, but but Baco, but what about... Um, uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about no, Amazon?
3: It, it is... Yeah, man, it was just completely changed the subject. <laughs> what no, about Pandora? There's... They don't even let you yeah. fucking listen to the same artist twice in a row.
4: No, and, uh, and, and I can I can uh, uh, I can pretend to be the foil here or whatever the role is for me. But the the truth of the matter is, all this does is reinforce our our little show that we did close to a year ago or whenever that was when we got kicked off of Spotify. Mm-hmm that confirms my whole theory of what they did is they they lured us in here you know like a like a a hot woman and everything like that gave us a little and then kicked us the curb and then and then asked to come back with with new rules with no happy I mean? ending like, even like, yet yeah, no no nothing like that yet 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 a little bit of a taste of it in the beginning mm, and the whole the thing drug about spotlight yeah the whole the whole thing about it is from from day 1 that that we said is that Spotify has had one of their biggest years because people are listing more hours to more time they're spending because of podcasts, and they know this, and they can and they can put more ads on there and things like that. The so number, the, the like,
3: numbers are out there. Their there's subscriber group, uh, uh, people who paid, paid subscribers per, uh, went up during that time, and, and they probably stayed on because now they're kind of hooked. They right. you know, they're they're stuck with Spotify uh, fever. What we got to come up with a term for like some kind of like. Delusional, like Stockholm syndrome, Spotify syndrome, like that. Yeah, you can incorporate me in there somewhere. Mm. Um,
4: but the, but that L- LC is, is syndrome, yeah, something <laughs> like that.
1: It's but, all about
4: but, him. but yeah, it's all about but but so but, but yeah, I mean you have spending more time listening listening on the show. They want you, but they want you back. See, that's what I'm saying. They are saying, okay, that we had some good stuff. We kicked them off. Let's we'll have them come back because the benefits to us are are there. And we'll give them free hosting. I mean, really, the, the reality is is that the only benefit you would have is somebody has a show that they just want to save a couple hundred bucks a year. I mean, that's really the only the only benefit. Pretty much, you know what I mean? Like long term. But yeah, if you ever want the the your show to go anywhere, pretty sure there's something in in page sixty five of when you of the ter- terms the user of agreement
1: you're
3: scrolling the, through. It's they, like yeah.
4: yeah, that says you can't sell this for whatever, and
3: I guarantee
4: you can't sell advertising on it anymore. Because yeah. if it's on there, if it's on their service, they're putting the
3: advertising during your show. And you've heard our show. We just need the right guy to hear us, and we're fucking cashing in, man. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. We're gonna be buying Gene Simmons' house. You me, our wives are all gonna live there? I mean, we just, <laughs> on this show alone, we've already solved
4: everybody's uh, rush guilt for not liking Rush. Yeah, this we is. A, probably, we had a Rush fan saying,
0: "This is the episode you shouldn't
4: like Rush. It's okay." And I feel better for it. Think of all that that that, that help we've already provided.
3: Yeah, I think yeah. This show alone. How come nobody does that with cheap drink? You know what, Baco? It's okay. Cheap drink's not for everybody. It's like That's it's always funny. the opposite. It's like anger. Uh, Rush fans are cordial. It's very cordial. It's okay if you don't like it. It's totally fine. <laughs> Have a hot it's... dish and a donut.
4: <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs>
4: But no, it, it's a terrible thing. So if you're a podcaster out there, don't move over to Anchor. You will sell your soul. You will save uh, a couple hundred bucks a year and own uh, nothing and, and be uh, have less audience except for the Spotify audience. Right. You're not going to be able to share your stream on different uh, platforms. So well, there, there's a our, lot of our... them
3: out there, and I really don't think it would be that big a loss if they made the move. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. How many sides are on that coin? I don't have a brand. That's true. They
4: should definitely go over to
3: that deal. <laughs> Fuck over Mark Cicchini even more.
4: They do have a rule that your podcast can't be four hours long and take an hour and a half to get to the point.
3: <laughs> That's on page That's two. It. That's
1: right. That's, That's, early That's
3: in right
4: at the <laughs> like,
1: Just to yeah. let you know.
3: Let's uh, get this out of the way first. Uh, it's called the Brandwald Clause. Uh <laughs> yes exactly. I have no I friends. I don't have a friend. Oh man, well this there. has been fun, but uh any uh promote your show a little bit here. Let us uh, remind everybody uh, that why they should check it out and how they can check it out.
0: Yeah, check out Sip TV, SIP Star TV on YouTube or Facebook. Got a new episode coming out this Tuesday, 7:45 p.m. Every every Tuesday is a new episode.
4: Yeah, and the playout song today that I've heard and love the cover. Tell us tell the audience what they're about to hear, Baco.
1: Well, uh,
3: Jesus Chrysler is back, sort of. Uh, yeah, we we did a cover of Rockin' in the Free World," the Neil Young song. You know, as I love covers, um, <laughs> uh, I felt <laughs> I it was only apropos that we do one. Uh, we've never recorded a cover that we we released officially. We've recorded a bunch, but a while back, or like midsummer, probably part of this whole kind of lockdown boredom. But you know, wanted to do something with those guys. Uh, shores in trouble because we hadn't. It'd been like four or five years. And, you know, with Duffy passing earlier this year, it just kind of felt like maybe we should try to at least do something creatively. And I was originally originally working on a, on a new song that uh, I think I'll eventually put out some way. But uh, it just, I don't know if I, I heard this somewhere, but I thought that would be a great time. It kind of fits with the time without being too political. Um, you know, it kind of de- it describes the world in, in a broad base without, like, finger pointing. Um, but at sure. the same time, it acknowledges it, it's kind of sad that 30 years later, it's some of the same issues are, are facing the country. But it also fucking is one of the most rocking It's probably the most rocking Neil Young tune. I, I, I can't. Really oh, yeah. It. So I, I, I mentioned it to the guys. And within a minute, probably each, it was like kind of like a hell yeah kind of answer. So, um, yeah, it just it was a matter of scheduling the time uh, we got together over four sessions. And after that, it was just putting together the video and finishing the mix. And it's available to stream for free at cobrasandfire.com. Stream, download, the videos on YouTube.
4: I think it's killer. And I'm not just saying that. Like, if they, if We had the whole thing gamer lame on the
3: uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I might be setting myself up for this. Uh.
4: <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I wasn't going to say lame because I got kicked out of the group. But the point is, is that <laughs> it actually is. It actually is.
3: a. Uh, let's Let's just play it. Uh, But but before we do get out of here, Bud, is there any chance Guy Lowenbrow is available? Uh, I just thought he could introduce himself a little
0: bit. uh. Yeah, you know, he just showed up. He just wants to say hi real quick. Okay.
3: Good day. What's going on? Hey, Guy. What's up? Welcome welcome to Cobras and Fire. Hey, Thanks.
0: Thought I'd swing by. Uh, Just check in with the fans here, uh, you guys, and uh, see what's going
3: on. Right on. Uh, Well, uh, yeah. Sorry we don't have much any more time for you, Uh, (laughs) Guy. That's all the time we got. That's all right. I'm around. Uh, Check out Zip TV. All right. Hey, Luz, uh, you want to get out of here? Yeah, let's do it. Rock's not dead. It's changing the
4: tire with a Prigo scan.
0: Take A jab at this. It's not like you stole my favorite team, the Quebec Nordiques. Oh, which wound up in Colorado. He
3: has no idea. <laughs> oh, no, that was no, a
0: Colorado. This is like, this is yes. like yeah, He's
3: this not, is like when he was. Go ahead. Oh, you're not a big sports guy to begin with, and that's pretty deep. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, the Quebec <laughs> yeah. Nordiques was my favorite Canadian team, too, man. Mm-hmm. Now it's Ottawa. What a name. Mm. Yeah, now they're Nordique. called the fucking Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> They move them there and then they win a cup. But hey,
0: yeah, is that actually true? Mm-hmm. Same thing. Happened I didn't to the even stars, didn't even know it was yeah. exact.
3: I didn't know it was the franchise. Didn't know it was actually. X- you know X- that the X- Dallas Stars have been. in This Dallas? probably isn't for the show at this point, but uh, Do you know, no. the
0: Dallas Stars have been in Dallas longer
1: than the North Stars were in. Oh uh, man, don't tell me that. Yeah, That's fucking depressing. That's <laughs>